So um, happy birthday, America. Glad you're still here. Uh, but happy 4th of July to all of you out in podcast land. Glad that you're, uh, you're still with me. Thanks a lot for, for tuning in. This is episode six of Rust Belt Startup. Rust Belt Startup is a podcast that focuses on reconstructing remarkable. It's long-form conversations and stories with entrepreneurs, artists, creatives, educators, anyone that's building an unconventional life in an unconventional location. Hope you're full of. Uh, hope you all are full of barbecue and uh, and sunshine and, and fireworks and, and all that good stuff, and that you had a good good holiday. We're back in the swing of things here, and uh, so this episode's a, a couple of days behind the normal release schedule, but um, but we got it. We got it out. Today's conversation is with artist and photographer Janelle Bonagerio. You can find her online at JanelleShootsPhotos.com or at JTRPhoto on Instagram. And uh, and she's a, she's a great artist. Um, you've seen her stuff all over. Uh, if, if your friends have gotten married and their photos look inordinately good, uh, maybe Janelle shot them. She's, um, she's shot photos all over the place uh, as well as been featured in Kleinfeld, which is one of the nation's most recognizable uh, names in in bridal is, is it a bridal boutique a bridal shop I don't know what the proper term for it is but it's it's big time and Janelle has had her work featured there as well uh, in our conversation we're going to talk a little bit about the biz the business of love um, and kind of how she got into wedding photography um, without really knowing what was involved how, how she got her first client before she had her first proper camera uh, how do you deal with uh, people that are that can maybe be a little bit uh, uh, difficult to deal with on on very stressful days and very stressful situations. We'll talk about dealing with um, high stress environments with clients and trusting your instincts. Uh, we'll get into pricing and mentorship. How she found a great photography mentor that's not a photographer, and we'll we'll back away from the business part of it and, and talk a little bit about how weddings have changed over the years and how parenting has changed the way that she thinks about working with clients. So it, it's a, it's a, it, she's got some great stories along the way uh, uh, of, of some of the more interesting uh, scenarios and situations she's been placed into as a wedding photographer. Uh, but she's got some, some great advice for folks that are just trying to, to, to get themselves off the ground and, and build a brand for themselves. So I hope you enjoy this conversation with Janelle, and uh, we'll see you on the other side. And we'll act like we're just meeting right now, I guess. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. 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 So nice to meet you, So man. nice to see you. <laughs> Thanks for coming and, and doing this. Like we just haven't been talking for twenty minutes. So, um, uh, so we did the. We did, uh, we'll pretend that we did the bio uh, at the beginning. But I guess can we just can we just kind of start at the beginning of, of what your story is? You're from Herkimer, New York. From Herkimer, New York. No, you're from Staten Island. Yeah. Well, I was born in Staten Island. Okay. Um, and then eventually we uh, moved to the Central New York area. Okay. Um, Little Falls needed a doctor, so my mom kind of moved there and got a position. Um, so that's how I was established into like the Herkimer area, um, and I went to school there, mm-hmm. uh, went to high school there, and then eventually went to college in uh, Boston. In Boston. So, when you were doing when you were in high school, did you know what you wanted to do? No. Okay. No. <laughs> so what did you think you wanted to do? Honestly, I, I it was it was tough, and that's why it was tough, like deciding on like where I wanted to go to college, or did I even want to go to college? Mm-hmm. And that was a really especially hard thing for me because you know I come from a really cultural background where you're like, yeah, you better know what you're yeah, gonna do, yeah. and you better do something that's gonna be secure for you. Sure, sure. And so um, my brother, he knew exactly what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. He had a, a really um, smart uh, outlook on life and then I was just like I don't know Mm -hmm. I just want to like live life and maybe like go to college and party a little bit Mm -hmm. Um, so I decided um, that I did really like at the time like website design but that it was really simple stuff then it was you know that was back by hand HTML CSS yeah exactly exactly Um, so I I decided to go for graphic design because I I liked art and I loved um, working with computers and so um, I went to the New England Institute of Art in Boston for four years and got my bachelor's degree in graphic design. Did you know 
anything about graphic design? Like, had you done any work in high school? You know, now because kids have like portfolios and you do all mm-hmm. this stuff. Did you do anything, or were you just like, ah, I'm gonna go to graphic design? Yeah, that's that's actually a really good question because, like, back then, like, no, we didn't have anything. Yeah. Um, I think in Herkimer High School when I was there, we the the closest thing we had was some kind of like um, architectural program. Mm-hmm. And that was the closest thing to like We didn't computers. have that in my high school either. I was the first yeah. uh, class that used computers instead of typewriters to learn to type, which is exactly. crazy, right? Yes, like, I know. It's so wild to think about that. Insane. Yeah. I was talking to um, uh, another another woman I was I was interviewing for this this series and she wanted she was in um she has a, a videography startup and she remembers going to her, her guidance counselor and saying she wanted to go for some kind of art, right? And he was like, "Well, you don't know anything about art. You haven't done any like you don't. You haven't been on track in high school to do art. And she goes, "Well, isn't that isn't that why you go to college? Like to learn something you don't know how to do?" And I was like, "That's a re- that's a really good point." Yeah. You know, so you didn't do any graphic. It was it was architectural design. Yeah, it was ar- architectural design. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I learned a little bit, like as as much as I could on my own. Yeah. For graphic design, um, I had you know Photoshop and Illustrator. The bootleg things. versions. Yeah. yeah me too. Exactly. Yeah. Yep. And so you go there, and then what was what was that experience like? In college? Yeah. Well, for, for the graphic design part. Um, for graphic design, it was interesting. Um, I wasn't a, the biggest fan of my school. <laughs> True. But um, it was interesting because I was going to a city school. It wasn't like there was any dormitories or anything like that. So, so you it just got an apartment? Yeah, so I just got an apartment. So okay. it was really hard to, to meet people mm-hmm. and um, have like the, the standard college life. Um but as far as graphic design, it, it was okay. Um, I think there were lots of times throughout those years that I was kind of like, eh, do I really like this? Do I, do I really want to do this? And sometimes I loved it. But um, I guess that's how eventually it gets to the story of photography. Yeah. Did you, when you look back at that experience now, do you think that it's easy to say, like, was it worth it or not? But like, mm-hmm. w- what do you feel like the biggest things you got out of that experience were? Um, yeah, I've been discussing this stuff with a lot of friends too. Like, is college really worth yeah. it? Um, it's tough to say now. It is. It's <laughs> it tough. is. It is, and it's so expensive. So, for me, I, I don't want to say I'm like anti-college because, yes, obviously, like there's the curriculum and you you learn stuff, but the experience was more so, of, um, you know, living on your own. Yeah. Um, making friends in your own way. Like, um, I actually went to a different college firsthand. I went to uh, Roberts Wesleyan in Rochester, okay. and that was like a, a you know like a common um, college atmosphere. Like there was dorms and stuff sure. like that. So, um, and were you studying the same thing there? Studying the same thing, okay. yeah. But when, you know what I'm saying is like that was the first time that my parents dropped me off, and you know we were separated. And I that was the the very first night I, I was crying my my eyes out because I just it was hard, you know, being away from your family. But those are the things that I that really stick out to me um, from college is like being your first time of independence, yeah. um, your first time just kind of like growing and making having your to own. figure things out. Right? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Like making a name for yourself, and so um, yeah. I mean, it's it like like you said, it's tough to say if it's worth it, and that's hard. And thing we have, to we say. have kids the same age, and like I'm kind of like I don't I don't know I I don't know that. It, that I could sit here and who knows what it'll be like in 18 years, exactly. right? But man, it's it's changed so um, much. So after I finished my bachelor's, I basically moved back home because Boston was a little bit expensive to live in. Um, and at that point, my game plan was to just look for graphic design positions. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, because it was taking forever. <laughs> Is I, that a budding market <laughs> in Herkimer for graphic design? I know. It, well, I mean, I, I was looking remotely. Like, yeah. I was just, you know, planning sure, to stay sure. home for sure. as long as I could. Oh, but, okay, okay. But still, like, it was taking yeah. a long time. Yeah. And um, I can remember, like, always being a kid and just kind of being curious about what it would be like to be, like, a wedding photographer. I mm-hmm. think I, I actually saw, like, a, a wedding photographer on TV. And I just thought it was, like, okay. hilarious and sure. fun and um, so I was like, well, you know, I'm kind of interested. I, I have taken a couple of photography classes at that point and, you know, I liked it. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I decided to kind of just, you know, jump into it. Like, why not? I mean, what else, what do I have to lose? Okay. So stop for a second. Let, let's un- <laughs> unpack this a little bit because mm-hmm. so when you say jump into it, mm-hmm. um, I guess this is kind of the same with any career. Like it's when you say jump into it, you just go, I'm a wedding photographer. 
right? Like, what what is that? What did that mean to you? Well, I, what I I think I saw a lot of potential in actually our our, our social media. Mm-hmm. So at that time, it was kind of like the the beginning stages of Facebook. Um, Craigslist was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just really viewed those things as really amazing tools. I mean, why not, right? You, and I don't think anyone was really using them to the fullest extent. No, back then, right? no. I mean, so. it was probably a little sketchy. But sure, sure. <laughs> but I mean, like, I saw that as a tool. Yeah. I'm like, why not? Why not advertise to be a wedding photographer on Craigslist? Like, mm-hmm. like this is a way to, you know, get clients and market sure. yourself. And um, so I decided, let's just give it a try. Like, I'll just mm-hmm. do, like, a, a couple small weddings and just see if I like it. And so um, I started marketing myself on Craigslist, on, on Facebook, and then I eventually got a camera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, you know, as soon as I held that camera, I was like, yeah, this is, like I just cannot see myself doing graphic design at this point, like mm-hmm. if I already discovered how amazing and how fun photography is. Did you, um, when you were advertising on Craigslist, I mean, you wouldn't do that now for a photographer oh, probably. No. I mean, that's, <laughs> no. that, that kind of photography anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you hadn't shot a wedding before? No. Right. Okay. So you're just like, I'm a wedding photographer. And, and was there any... It wasn't, it wasn't quite that way. It okay. wasn't like, hey, I'm a professional. Sure, I've been sure. doing this for ages. It was like, you know, I'm trying to build my portfolio. Okay. I'm really interested in shooting a wedding. Um, if you have like a really low key mm-hmm. wedding um, that you think would be easy enough for me to handle, I'd love to like either do a little trade work or maybe you can pay me just like a really small amount. And it worked. Who was the? Who were the first people that? Do you remember the yes. first wedding? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it who was, was hilarious. It? Well, because you know, I knew there's going to be like legality things, so sure. I like wrote up this like really simple contract, and my mom drove me to these people because <laughs> she was scared. My mom was terrified I was going to get murdered, and um, but she drove me to these these this couple's house so that mm-hmm. they could like read over the contract and sign it. And we all signed it. And then, um, did she wait in the car. She, come she did. Right yeah, she did. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so then after that, it was like, okay, I'm shooting your wedding in like a, a few months. And it was, it was hilarious. Cause it, it's just not, um, the type of wedding I would be shooting right now. Uh, no hate on it at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it was just maybe 20 people most. Yeah. Um, the people were like wearing camo and like cowboy hats and okay. stuff. So right. it was just, you know what I mean? It was just so not was exactly that, my style. Can I ask, was that a themed wedding or was that just the no, way that was, that was just the way it was? That's the way it All was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I loved it. Yeah. You know, the, the people were so sweet. I mean, mm-hmm. why, why wouldn't you be? You're, sure, get, you're sure. getting married. So sure. um, it just became something that I just couldn't imagine myself not doing. Yeah. So, so um, when you had that first meeting, were there a lot of questions that you just had no idea what the answer was? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, what'd you do, or how do you how do you navigate that? Uh, <laughs> were you just like I don't know, or were you just making stuff up? It is kind of the fake it till you make it yeah, sense. Yeah. And I I don't want to say like hey lie yourself into like a entrepreneurship, but sometimes it, mm-hmm. it's more about it's n- it's not even like white lies. It's more like having confidence in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, believing that you can do those things, and I believe that I can do those. Did things. Did you remember what any of those things were? Uh, the questions that they had. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was like things like, "Hey, what's your turnaround time going to be?" Or like, <laughs> "Like, what kind of equipment do you use?" I'm like, "I don't know. I don't got any." <laughs> you know. And so, yeah, it was. Yeah. I, what I did know, like, what I did know for certain was that, like, I had the fire and the passion to yeah. do it. Like, I knew, like, I'm excited about building this business. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about photography and weddings, and I'm, I'm going to make this happen because, it's, you know, I love it mm-hmm. right now. So. so you didn't have a camera at the time either. So the answer to the question was, I don't know. No. no, so there's no camera. There's no camera. no camera. How did you even decide where to start? Or just um, buy the most expensive thing that you can afford? You know what it was? Like I was dead broke. Yeah. And like I, I knew the camera that would work for me. Like a, it, I remember it was like a 4DD Canon. Okay. And um, so I still couldn't afford it. Like I, I just, I like I downloaded, I think you can download it off the Canon website. I just downloaded the um, manual. I read oh, no it. way. Before read, you had the camera. Yeah, I read yeah. the entire thing. Um, I read it over and over again until I could afford it. Did you know how to shoot digital before you got a digital camera? Yes, okay. yes. So I did take So you had some photography class. skills. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then that's the camera. So you read the entire manual, bought the camera. Yeah. You're off and running. <laughs> yeah. Did you buy the camera for this wedding? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'm assuming with the deposit or something like that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. so the cam- camo wedding goes great. Uh, what was your turnaround time? 
the turnaround time was well because then I had nothing to do. It was right. pretty quick. Okay. Um, and also, I, I you know my dis- editing skills were not honed quite mm-hmm. yet. So I was just were like, you editing in Lightroom at the time? What were you doing? No, I was editing in Photoshop. Wow. Like, so, I know. Can you imagine back in yeah. that day, like editing? Yeah. Well, I probably didn't shoot that much, but say like 200 photos. That's a lot. One by one. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. And were they happy? They were happy, yeah. How'd you give them the final photos? Oh, it was on a CD. (laughs) Okay. It it had like this cover that I printed off of my printer. Mm -hmm. It was... Very. So it wasn't even actual photos. Like, here you go, guys. Take yeah. This. Okay. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. Looking at your photos, I can be like, oh, Janelle, I didn't know Janelle shot that wedding. Like mm-hmm. you have, I think you just have a really distinct look. Mm-hmm. And and how did you go about figuring out what that look is? Because mm-hmm. that, I mean, I know it comes over time. Everyone says going to say it comes over time and, yeah. and all that. But how did you figure out like, this is, this is me? To be honest, I don't even know if I know yet. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I've been in the industry for ten years, and um, I've seen photography go through like a lot of trends. Mm-hmm. Um, so at first, I think the first stages was like, okay, just learn photography, learn weddings, actually, mm-hmm. like learn what what brides and grooms expect from weddings. Um, and then it was so um, natural light because I couldn't really afford like things lights, like, yeah. like speed lights yet. Yeah. Um, so I was working on natural light, and then eventually. Um, I could get a little bit more creative, so I, I got some speed lights and started working with that. And so um, off-camera flash was like the second round of, okay. of learning things. Um, and that's where things get a little bit confusing because like you can you can market yourself as like a natural light photographer mm-hmm. or like um, um, a, a light, a, sorry, an off-camera light photographer. Do most um, people know what that is? Like do most couples I, know that that's, or do they just know we want this person? I think they they look at someone's portfolio and they're like, okay, uh, this is what I want. Okay. Like some people really love like technically impressive photos, and some people yeah. really like like the the light. Mm-hmm. Mostly the natural light photos are like the, mm-hmm. the bright stuff, the, okay. the soft and pretty stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like I'm still trying to figure out my style as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, I don't know. I'm actually surprised that you can recognize my stuff. Yeah, well, I, I think, I, and I don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. But, um, you know, there's a lot of folks that, and, and maybe it's just because um, of the photographers. I don't know. I see a lot of your work. Maybe that's why. But, like, I can remember just going, oh, I, I didn't know Janelle shot that wedding. And I, I'm not sure, right? But, like, mm-hmm. it turns out that you, that you did. Um, mm-hmm. So w- does, does a lot of that come from... I guess how much of that when you're developing a look comes from your technique in the field mm-hmm. versus kind of your post magic? Um, hmm. it, it's definitely both, mm-hmm. but I think it's really a personal thing too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe something that you might notice is like a lot of my clients, they're always like smiling or happy, like laughing or right, giggling. Right. Um, so I think that might be something that you you notice as well. Because um, I, I have seen a lot of photographers nowadays that like they love like the moody photos mm-hmm. of like, the couple that are like yeah. like closing their eyes and just like yeah. serene. And um, yeah, obviously, like I've I've stuck to a lot of like the happy happy right, light right. stuff. Um, man, that's on, a tough on pur- question. On purpose, or is that just kind of what happens? You think? On purpose, okay. yeah, yeah. Because I think it's it's something where I want to um, get more clients that are ha- you know are happy. that kind of sure or, or bubbly or whatever. Yeah, it fits yeah. probably fits with your personality too. Right. So one of the other reasons I wanted to, to to talk to you about kind of your your business journey is we were talking about this early a little bit. I think that, that there's a lot of like really beautiful branding and things like that, that, that people do now, but I had never seen anyone do that. Um, I mean, were you, did you feel like you were on the early side of this, like really good, you know, beautiful packaging, beautiful, everything branded with your business and, mm-hmm. or, or am I just oblivious? Cause I hadn't seen that before. I, I suspect it's always been a thing. Okay. Um, cause like, some of the uh, people that were doing photography before me, like AJ's photography mm-hmm. and all those guys, I'm, I'm pretty sure they they were like branding. Okay, maybe not to the intensity um, that most wedding photographers in the industry do now. Yeah, because um, I, I feel like if you're pursuing wedding photography, you already know like there's this timeline of um, you have to have 
everything branded and also like presence to like your clients and you, you almost have to like create this feeling like apple you're creating an experience the experience right. yeah so um so how did you know what that experience was going to be for your business or how you were going to build it because a lot of people like so you've gone from one extreme where you don't have a camera mm-hmm. and then at some point you, you've got to have this experience at what point did that kind of click in for you or did you decide to start building that um well I did do a lot of workshops okay. so I did learn from a lot of people and once I started seeing them um, do it and see what it made their, their clients feel mm-hmm. um, then I started to do it as well okay so yeah. you invested in the trainings and yes. all that stuff okay yes. that paid off I'm assuming yes right? yes okay. it did yeah. all right so they kind of guided you through that would you recommend that people if you're starting out right now kind of go that route put in the training or just go shoot and figure this out Hmm. because it seems like everybody's a photographer now yeah yeah i would say a little bit of both Mm -hmm. i mean you you know you could do all those things like like presents and like sugarcoat everything but when it all comes down to is like is your work good yeah so um i am a strong believer of just shooting if you really want to be a photographer i think you should shoot every single day yeah how did you what were some of the things that you would do to kind of drill in that technique and, and make yourself better? Um, I started in fashion. Actually, that okay. was a huge part of photography for me. Um, because when I first got my camera, you know, I wanted to shoot people. Like, I didn't sure. want to, I don't want to shoot, like, the apple tree in my backyard. Right, right, right. Um, I fell in love with portraiture, and I wanted to, you know, almost be able to show a soul through a photograph. And so um, me and one of my girlfriends, we just started like shooting models like almost every day in my basement. <laughs> um, it's just so funny thinking about that back then because, you know, if there, if we couldn't get a hold of a makeup artist, like Janelle's all of a sudden the makeup artist, right, like right, we were right. slapping like, like newspaper on girls' bodies and like taking photos. We were just doing everything mm-hmm. possible. Just to experiment. Yeah, yeah. And, but it was like such a cool time because you could, you could be so creative and like these models, they don't care. They're like, just do whatever, make me look good. Do you feel like you can and, do that now or you can't do that now? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, it's just a matter of finding the time. But sure, yeah. okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but like you said, you know, like now it's almost like everyone's a photographer and also, almost, almost everyone's like a model too like you can yeah yeah i don't know how i feel about that you know and and i think we're all guilty of it the instagramification of of life right like any i mean even someone like me can take a a decent photo with a filter and it creates this mood and and yeah i don't know it's kind of a it's kind of a weird world like everyone is is portraying themselves as yes not maybe something they're not but an amped up version of them. So I don't know. It's interesting. Well, yeah, yeah. But you, you see a lot of like Instagram people that are like famous and but they're making money off of it because they're totally because of the collaborations. Totally. But um, yeah, it's funny because I was talking to David about this, yeah. my husband, um, about like oh, I, I feel so weird about that because we we've actually been thinking of a side project mm-hmm. of like um, selling like baby products. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, we were talking about like oh, you know, we could always just like have our kids like. Mm-hmm. in the pictures I was like I don't know I feel so weird like pipping out my kids on Instagram yeah, yeah, you know? yeah because that's the game right <laughs> yeah, like the, yeah but it's it feels it's starting to feel a little too much do you think that there's gonna I mean where does where does all of this go it seems like everyone has a headshot now and everyone mm-hmm. has a um a brand right like yeah. and I guess you know you're no different I'm no different like we, we all kind of kind of do that but um do you think the pendulum swings swings back the other way or do you think we're just this is what this is the world we live in now? I'm really not sure. It, it kind of yeah. free. It kind of scares me a little bit if that if it's going to keep going this way, because it obviously it's amazing for small businesses to sure. succeed. But at the same time, if there's too many of them, like what the heck's going to happen? Um, and there's been so many times like I, I won't lie, like I've been in the industry for ten years. Ten years is a long time mm-hmm. for me. And, you know, I see so many photographers and they're doing so many different things. And now that I have kids, I don't have time to do all those different right, things. Right, and right. So it's been really tough because you see people passing you by. You see people honing in in their own styles. And um, like you said, there's so many photographers. Yeah. Everyone's a photographer. Um, so, yeah, it's a little scary because I, I just don't mm-hmm. know where the industry is going to go. But it's not going away, I no. don't think. No, I no, mean, no. Um, so where where do you think I mean this is like probably getting a little bit preemptive but like where do you think your business is going? Um 
uh, I don't have any negative feelings about my business. Mm-hmm. I still love it. Um, I think the majority of clients are going to be kind of spread out more mm-hmm. because since there are a lot more wedding photographers now, um, which is okay with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'll always do like a few weddings and have some side hustles. Mm-hmm. I think that's where my uh, life is going to turn into is like having like little side hustles. I think everybody's doing that. Yeah. You know, um, can, can I guess backing up in thinking about some of the more tactical and, 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 kind of practical things that that you had to do to get this going like how did you figure out what to charge people yeah actually that's um that's something my brother really helped me out mm. with I did come up with like a really standard like package list sure. for um for weddings and then I showed it to my brother and he's a financial advisor in Manhattan and he was like whoa cheap too cheap <laughs> you're not making any money yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like oh yeah. so I kind of came up with my own solution which is it's basically um, figuring out what your value is per hour. Mm-hmm. And so that's per hour of like actually shooting sure. and then also editing, editing and all this other stuff. So mm-hmm. like that's basically. And reverse like, engineering it that way. Yes. And so yeah. that mostly came from your brother. Did that come from workshops? I mean, it's, I feel like the pricing no. is all over the place. Yeah. It came from my brother. Okay. I, I don't, I've been to a lot of different workshops all over the place and no one really talks about money. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I understand that. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. How have so, you, cultivated the kind of client that you want to work with right because some of that's going to be budgetary concerns some of that's going to be personality some of that mm-hmm. might be location how mm-hmm. do you how do you weed them out um well portfolio is the, the very first thing mm-hmm. which i think is good like um because like i said before like a lot of my work is, is people like genuinely laughing and genuinely mm-hmm. genuinely having a good time and smiling um i do tend to get a lot of clients that are like uplifting and um yeah easygoing um and also you can you can almost tell through emails if this is somebody that you want to work with and you don't what happens if you decide you don't want to work with them how do you handle it that's a tough one too yeah. <laughs> has that happened before yeah yeah, yeah. um i'm gonna say it but i'm not sure if i want you to like sure <laughs> but like usually i'll just say i'm booked yeah 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 no that's yeah. i've done the same thing with um yeah. freelance not that not i'm booked but like um it's not that I don't want to work with you. It's like maybe there's kind of a a pain in the ass tax. You know <laughs> yes, what I mean? Like, yes. like you can you can see it coming, and yeah. it's like I'll I'll do it. I won't be happy about it, but boy, it's gonna. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. That but may- you know, it's funny because like I I've taken chances on people that I'm like, oh no, yeah. I have a bad feeling about this, and it works out like, yeah. even better than you think. Yeah. So um, some you, you never know. Mm-hmm. I guess. Well, then what's your what's your final? Is it just a gut decision? Yeah. Well, I also have a tendency personally to just think the best of people. <laughs> so, sure. um, but, but yeah, it's usually a gut feeling. Okay. Yeah. And, um, when you're, when you're, you're growing, uh, at some point you, you've had, do you do second shooters or are you just straight yeah, up? I have second shooters. How do you find a right, a good team member? Um, for me, it's been experience. Uh, usually it's just, I've found people from Envy. I think mm-hmm. that's where I found both my second shooters. And they're, they just had to be technically savvy mm-hmm. because if I believe that you're a good person and you have a, um, you're responsible uh, and you know how to use your camera, most likely I can teach you everything. So um, I've used them for quite a while now, mm-hmm. quite a few years, and they've basically learned everything from me. Wow. So you also were telling me in an email beforehand that you you have a have or had or have a um, or still have a mentor a photography mentor. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about that relationship at all or or how that came about? Absolutely, uh, and it's funny because she's not even a wedding photographer. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's not even a photographer anymore. She she's the one that does the podcast. Oh okay, cool, cool. Um, but she is this beautiful intelligent hippy dippy <laughs> a woman who actually shoots family photography okay um and she i mean she she has experience in everything i, th- I feel mm-hmm. like she's done everything under the umbrella but she is brilliant and she knows how to read people and mm-hmm. how to read people's portfolios and what they want out of their career and um it's been great because she's she's really straightforward and um where uh, where did you how did you approach that relationship is it because I've talked this is a question that I've, I've asked several of the people and there are some um, folks that are 
they meet someone in their network and they kind of, it happens naturally. There are other folks that, that um, a gentleman that I just talked to, he found someone and he basically, it's, it's, a, it's a paid situation and he's like, that's the way to go because there's no, um, you know, do you have a, a preference one way or the other of like how you would, what do you think of, about the mentor-mentee relationship, I guess is the short question, right? And then how did you start that relationship with her? Did you just email it and did you know her before? No, I didn't. I didn't know her. I, I saw her work. I absolutely fell in love with it because mm-hmm. I think I thought it was the most genuine thing I've ever mm-hmm. seen. Um, so I ended up just jumping again, jumping in. Sure. And I, I took a two day workshop with her. OK. And ever since we've been kind of like in contact. Um, and how do I feel about it? I. I love it. Mm-hmm. And I think it depends on the, the mentor too. Like if you sure. really trust them and believe that they're knowledgeable enough and they have a lot of insight into like how the, the future of your industry is going to be, then, then yeah, it's a good thing. Then what did, what did that conversation look like? Did you just, you, you did the workshop and you mm-hmm. were just like, how do we continue this relationship? Or do you, th- there, it's a weird question. Will mm-hmm. you be my mentor? I think a lot of people yeah. that are being asked that question don't necessarily know what that means. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you set the expectations yeah. or did she set the expectations? She, she already offered it. Oh, okay. yeah. So she okay. was offering it. Um, and so basically we, we do it remote remotely cause she lives mm-hmm. in Utah. Um, and yeah. Can I ask what you guys so. talk about or what a session is like? Yeah, well, she calls me the wedding weirdo because, okay. like, all of her photographers are, like, family portrait photographers. Sure. And I'm just like, hey, here's these weddings. Like, check it out. Okay, so, so she mentors <laughs> other people. So this is yes. the thing that she does. Yes, okay, that's what that I just want to establish. Yep. Okay. Yeah, but, um, no, it's, it's it's really good. Like, she critiques um, my portfolio. Okay. And then we can, we can even dive into, like, more detailed stuff. Like, like, how do you approach a client? Like, how do you approach, like, certain lighting situations? Mm-hmm. Um how do you feel about the industry? Like it's really, really informal stuff, but mm-hmm. it, that's what I like about it. And it's just a, like a phone call or a yeah, conversation. Yeah. It's a, a phone call or a Skype. How often do you guys talk? Um, it's like, depends on like when I want to pay her <laughs> sure. pretty much. So it's so. ad hoc basically. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. So, how often do you guys usually talk? <laughs> or we, did you like when you when you're really in it? Like, is it weekly? Is it monthly? No, it, it? it's more like it's more like every couple of months. Or okay. So, but, okay. Um, and then it's like usually for like a couple hours. What does that do for you? It's um, <laughs> well, I would say it gives me a lot of things that I I don't have anymore. Like I I used to be able to have time to do like photo club photo club yeah. right yeah yeah and now that doesn't even exist yeah. anymore and like um now that i have kids like you know a lot of things are limited so yeah. to have like a photo mentor it's like having that again and um that's always it's just it helps me grow mm-hmm. so so you, you'll continue that relationship uh, what do you think about i guess so you're planning on continuing that kind of as needed i'm assuming yeah yeah do you think everyone should have should seek out these kinds of like I'm, I've, I'll just say like, this is something that's really fascinating to me, and that's why I'm loving having these conversations. Is that, um, I feel like finding some kind of a professional mentor, or something I gotta do and I should do, and I'm insanely skeptical, mm-hmm. and I don't know where that's coming from. And, uh, um, but do you feel like that that's really helped you grow fat? Like, would you be in the same spot without her, or do you feel like it's she's more of a ballast, a course correct? Like, what is she to you? Um, well, I've, I've done a lot of like workshops and I'd say maybe, maybe the majority of them I walk away. I'm like, Ugh, I didn't learn anything really? at all. This is really like frustrating. Cause you know, I, I, I put the time and money into yeah. it and then I, I get nothing. Um, but with her, I feel like I get something. Okay. So uh, like off the bat, I'm like, okay, I, I, I absolutely love this person. I enjoy her company even, mm-hmm. Um, and she inspires me. She's extremely, she just has that way about her. Um, and I don't know. I, I just feel like she knows what she's talking about. Mm-hmm. And she had, like I said, she's, she has a good insight of what the industry is going to be like in the future. Do you so. think that, have you been approached about kind of being that for someone else? Yes. <laughs> and so how do, how have you handled that? Um, do you take on that role or are you? I'm a little nervous too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> a little nervous too, um, but I I'm definitely that role for like my second shooters. Um, sure, sure. But yeah, I've been approached to like maybe do like a mentorship or something. Hmm. But any interest? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a little scared. Why? Um. Hmm. That's a good question. 
<laughs> I'm not sure. I think it's because I'm in my, my like childbearing years. I'm not like in it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? My mind's not quite in it to be able to be a mentor. But I also think, I'm not saying that you shouldn't do that, I, yeah, yeah. but I think, you know, when we were kind of having the, the preliminary conversation, you're just like, I don't know if I got anything that, like, you got tons of stuff. Like, you've gone from, from nothing to something. And I think a lot of people, that's the, um, that that zero to one is really is really hard, right? Yeah. And um, I, I do think you have a lot to offer in that, in that respect. I mean, you kind of did this all on your own. And I know everyone kind of, you know finds their own path but like um am i wrong in basically saying like this has been your only career right (laughs) i mean you've worked for yourself your whole life yeah that's pretty amazing thank you (laughs) it is i mean if you step back and think about that like that's that's insane that you kind of have figured out a way to do that kind of getting into the 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 parenting end of things a little bit how has that changed the way that you've had to run or want to run your business Oh my gosh, like crazy. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny because like maybe I'm just an emotional wreck. But when, when I first had my first kid, I was like, oh, I don't even want to be a photographer. I just mm-hmm. want to be a stay at home mom. But I, I think that's like what that's something that all moms go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and then eventually, you know, like I already had contracted jobs and I started working them. But then I discovered like, wow, I'm actually doing a lot better this year. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> and I think a lot of it did have to do with being a parent. And I I don't want to get, like, all lovey-dovey and emotional and stuff. But, like, it, it was so much easier because I cared so much more about the clients. Because hmm. I almost viewed them as, like, well, what if this was my daughter? Or what if this was sure. my son? And so I started thinking, like, okay, so I'm, I'm going to think about, um, I'm going to think about, like, their, their grandchildren. Mm-hmm. So would their grandchild want to see a photo from far behind? Like really, you know, hmm. like of like just a scenery and maybe like them as like two dots, like really small people in the in a photograph? Or would their grandkids want to see them like at, like their hands holding or, you know, like the, yeah. the emotions on their face? And so like things started to, to kind of change a little bit. Like my trajectory went towards like Projecting really and, loving like this yeah. family and like seeing the... Um, the potential of like these this, these two in their marriage and what that's going to become, and so I started like getting closer and I started um, talking to my clients more and caring about them more, and um, I do really really owe that all to like having a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it, ch- it changes your perspective completely, mm-hmm. completely. Um, when you're looking at, at things kind of from that perspective, and you're kind of projecting, you know, into the future, you know, have you have you looked at like I don't know? Have you have you gotten to see like your mom's wedding photos, your grandparents' wedding mm-hmm. photo? Have you have you like gotten a chance to look at those things? No. Or? Well, okay. My my parents they they just got married in a court. Oh, okay. So, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. But no, and I yeah, have, I guess I'm projecting. Yeah, right? yeah. But, well, no, no. I, I haven't really seen any of my grandparents' photos, but that mm-hmm. I don't know if that's more of like a cultural thing because it, maybe it got lost in the Philippines or mm-hmm. something. Um, but no, I haven't. I have seen a lot of friends um, uh, have like a lot of old wedding photos, and I think they're beautiful. Hmm. So, what do you? Th- what's the biggest? There's a ton of changes, but like, what's what are the biggest differences that you think you see in them in terms of? Was it more just capture? Huge! Oh, yeah. it's huge yeah. because like back then it was like it, you just basically want a timestamp, like you want a timestamp right. of like how you looked that day. Like, I think really the most important photo was just a bride and a groom standing looking at the camera smiling and then that was your timestamp. like we officially we did got it. married yeah, yeah. yeah. so and, and now it's like oh but how is the bride and groom like feeling like do they look like they're really in love and was their was their wedding beautiful and you know all these all these other things yeah there's almost like competitive weddings yeah right at yeah. this point who's, who's who does the most uh intricate or amazing mm-hmm. amazing thing that's yeah that's true it was mm-hmm. just timestamps, wasn't it mm-hmm and I guess you couldn't shoot a thousand shots either, right? No, yes. Like in the yeah. '60s or the '70s, it was like I remember seeing my uh, my parents had their um, I think it was their 40th anniversary a couple of years ago, and we um, had you know we got out the old album and everything, and I think they had like 
15 photos, 20 photos, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like yeah. what it was. It's like, hey, yeah. here you go. And it's like, oh my God, that's like, what happened at the party? They're like, we don't have, you know, it's just strange. You see every nuance of, of things, you know, I think when my wife and I got, I, wife and I got married, I think we have like six or 700 photos of mm-hmm. the, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, do you even look at all of them? Like every well, single one. You know who loves it? My daughter loves it. We have um we have one of the the books on on our piano, mm-hmm. and uh, she just likes to flip through and constantly Aww. just point and at the people that yeah. she knows in her life, you know. And that's really cool. And I think as a consequence of that, we see that yes. a lot. And see, know? that's the stuff that makes me love the job. Mm-hmm. If have you ever had uh, how, how do you handle? I don't know if you want to talk about this either, but I'll ask you anyway. Have you ever had an unhappy client, and how do you handle that situation? Yes. Um, yeah, because <laughs> I just I feel like in your in your business you're going to make so many mistakes, totally, which are really going to suck at the moment, but they mm-hmm. you've learned so much from it. But um, so I was shooting this wedding uh, in the Saratoga area, and um, during the family portraits, they wanted. I mean, they were awesome. Like, first of all, family portraits are always like chaotic, yeah, you know, absolute yeah. shit show. And um, so, gathering people is like the worst because people, mm-hmm. after they get married, all the guests are like, "Okay, we're we're heading to cocktail party, hour." Yeah. yeah. Um, but this particular couple, they had it organized like, mm-hmm. to the T. Like, they had like five different groups of like fifty families, and but they had they were all waiting in line, like they're oh ready God. to do this, and. Um, the church had the worst lighting. Mm-hmm. And at the time, you know, I, I was just nervous and I didn't sure. want to, I didn't want to say like, Hey, the lighting kind of sucks in here. And like, you know, I'm a natural light photographer. That's, a, that's how I was um, sure. advertising myself. And, um, it, it was, the lights were just basically creating like, these huge dark circles under everybody's eyes. And so I was like, all right, I'm mm-hmm. just going to take these photos. And boy, have I never got so much shit from a bride's mom. Yeah. Not from the bride, right? Not from the bride. Not from the bride, from the bride's mom. She called me and like just ripped me apart. She's like, these are important family photos. Like you don't understand what, like we cannot get those, those moments back. And it was rough. Like that was the hardest, the hardest night of my life (laughs) was that. And um, from that point on, like I just knew like, you you can't be afraid of your instincts like you just you have to tell them like you have to speak up like hmm. i don't know it's it's hard sometimes it's hard yeah. to to navigate those types of feelings during a wedding day you know and it's and i mean you're right it's this is either don't get the sh- you get the shot that we can work with or what we do move, yeah. move them somewhere else right yeah. i mean wow okay yeah. I, I mean now like we have like extra equipment for those types of situations sure, sure. but like but back then you don't you, know yeah but back then you don't know and also it was raining <laughs> so it's like limited options yeah limited limited and um but i'm glad that happened because like again like now i i understand the importance of like family and like how much those photos are you know the, they're heirlooms yeah so yeah um, do you have any any uh, experiences that were you know, crazy is the wrong word, but what's the what's the most interesting wedding or like most something that you were completely not prepared for? Is there <laughs> is there anything that that comes to mind? Yes. Okay. <laughs> um, a, a really good friend of mine. Um, I knew her through like a high school friend, but her and her partner. They had this wild way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was just, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. And like, those are, I can't think of two more beautiful girls that to get married. Um, but it was just insanity because they had like a Lady Gaga impersonator performing. They had like this 20 piece band and like everything oh about it was nuts. Like they had their entire wedding on um, her grandparents' land, which was like a million acres with like mm-hmm. all these stone bridges. Like... I've shot at like some crazy um, expensive places, but this was nuts. Um, it was just, it was insanity, but it was so much fun. And um, yeah, I absolutely loved it though. <laughs> what are, um, does it ever get old for you? Because I remember like going to my first wedding and like maybe it was like my early 20s or something. I'm like, this is the most amazing thing ever like this is this gigantic party and everybody's happy right and then you go to the eighth wedding that summer and you're like i hate weddings now <laughs> right like can can you just can you go to a church or can you yeah. can you just go to the court like how do you how do you keep that excitement because 
in some ways you're doing the same thing over and over again, right? right? Even though they're all different, I get that. Yeah. But how do you how do you prevent yourself from getting numb to it or 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 getting stale? Yeah, it's it's totally easy to get burnt out. Um like all my friends are wedding photographers and we always talk about this like oh it's so hard to like mm-hmm. get into that routine of like doing the same stuff over and over again um but i think it's really just if you find yourself getting bored at any point just think well if i'm bored this is an opportunity to do something totally different like if you're bored start shooting through through lights or like get on the ground and usually like my theory for um that type of thing is uh get close get far go up go down or get crazy that's great. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So um, that's usually what I do when I get bored. Yeah. No, that's <laughs> yeah, good. But, but, but you have works. a mantra. That's great. Yeah. That's yeah. Great. It works because like you, that just it gets you back on on track of like being that creative person that you are. Has, has, uh, has being in this industry or kind of being in the business of of capturing, and primarily weddings, right? Mm-hmm. Um, th- that that part of people's lives has that changed the way that you viewed what you wanted for your own wedding or has that, I mean, I guess, you know, zooming out, like has being in this business changed the way that you think about love or marriage or anything like that? Um, not love or marriage, but definitely weddings. Um, I've seen the industry change quite a bit. Like I have never experienced weddings that have cost so much money. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and to each their own. Like I, I totally understand it at the same time because I, I you know, I do come from a graphic design perspective. Like I, I love design. I, I love beautiful weddings. Like I give me like a million flowers. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm cool with that. But at the same time, um, I see so much stress um, that brides and grooms are under. Um, a lot of it is, you know, they. It's actually more of like the families. Like they do it for their family. Um, but no, I'm, I'm actually noticing a lot of more elopements are happening, mm. I think, because of that, because of like the, the financial part of it, as well as like, do I really want to please other Everyone. people? Yeah. yeah. Or do we just want to be married? Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I still think be- like weddings are beautiful. I, I do think it's a little um, tough when there's so much pressure and money behind it. Uh, more so, I'm, I'm thinking about the bride and groom. Like, I hope yeah. they're okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? Have you had experiences where you've been, um, you know, working with a client and they just don't feel like they're having, it doesn't look like they're having a good time? Yeah. And so what do you, how do you, what do you, is it yours, I guess, is it your responsibility to try to fix that or is it just, is there anything you can do? I think at that point we always try. Yeah. Like, um, I'll, I'll tell you, for example, we, we did shoot a wedding that was very beautiful. It started off really wonderfully. Um, they were getting married in like this cute uh, bed and breakfast that was historical and they were also getting, um, they're actually doing their ceremony in this beautiful church that was full of like brick. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the day was going great, but then the reception started and she, you could tell she wanted like a, like a big party. She wanted everyone to be dancing and having fun, getting drunk. But unfortunately, uh, she invited like 80% of like, you know, um, older people. Mm-hmm. And so 80% of them left early. And so she, you could just tell there's no way she could hide it on her face that she was just so disappointed. Oh, and, um, at times like that, you, you just, well, I just think, well, I know she loves photography. Like, obviously mm-hmm. like she loves photos cause we've been taking photos all day and she's been suggesting this photo and that photo. And so, you know, we try, we'll like take them out. Like, Hey, you, you interested mm-hmm. in like, trying some creative photos and so we'll do that for a little while to to make the time pass um but beyond that i mean you know there's not much you can do mm-hmm. it's not like i can get on the dance right, floor right, and stuff. Right, i mean i right. would if i could <laughs> i'd totally be into that but um yeah there's not much you can do mm-hmm. in that kind of situation but that again that's the thing that makes me sad is like i don't want people to think that their weddings have to be huge and, and spectacles yeah, yeah it doesn't have to be that way i mean it is ultimately about the marriage what do, what do you think success looks like to you? Are you there? Like, is it different from what you pictured it? Hmm. You know, it's funny because, like, I got, I, I have, a, I just recently got some print publications for Kleinfelds in, like, right. a, a couple right. magazines. And people have been coming up to me like, oh, my gosh, congratulations. It's awesome. And I'm like, thanks. <laughs> but yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. that isn't quite, like, success for me. Um I think it's more of like 
I'm actually quite easy to please though. Cause like I, <laughs> you know, as long as I have like a roof over my head mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I can feed my kids. Um, that's really all I need. Is there, um, like could we just talk about that, that partnership, I guess for a second, like yeah. how did that come about? Um, well, you have a lot of friends that you, that are models. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, um, because I shot fashion like 10 years ago, um, I came into contact with a lot of models. Um, some, you know, just doing it for fun and some actually mm-hmm. taking it quite seriously. And so the um, model that is in my print publication, she was actually America's Next Top Model. Um, oh, wow. One of the, uh, what do you call them? <laughs> the, uh, you know, one of the girls uh, in the competition. And so um, she, she knew how to model mm-hmm. and uh, not saying that's the only reason why she got the print book print publication but so she you know she she knew how to like work the camera uh, she was also wearing a a, a really beautiful prestigious dress uh, made by um i think the spanish uh, designer lazaro from kleinfelds okay and so uh we just brought it to kleinfelds it was like hey do you want to maybe you know use this for anything and they're like absolutely <laughs> and so it was pretty awesome though because like they they get hundreds and hundreds of people being like hey you want to use this yeah. photo and out of all of them, they, they loved ours. So. But it was an act of you going to them. Yes. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah. How did Absolutely. how did you, was it an email? Did you ship them something? Like, yeah. what, what was that like? Yeah, we emailed them. Okay. Um, it was really casual about it. We didn't want to be, like, too yeah. pushy. And we're just like, hey. We got this amazing <laughs> photo. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know if you need it, but yeah, if you need yeah. some, I don't know if you have enough photos yeah. of people <laughs> in your dresses, but if you need one. Yeah. And it, it, was, it was perfect, because, like, when you're working in the wedding industry and you are interested in maybe like being in some kind of publications or magazines, you start to learn what to kind of almost sell. And I did spend like a year like actually being interested in that kind of stuff. So I kind of learned that, you you know, you had to take um, a full photo of a dress, a half photo of a dress, a detailed photo of a dress, hmm. a horizontal, a vertical. You had to do near or far. Like these are all these things that you had to learn um, of what uh, publishers are looking for and so you know I, I just do that because I, I'm so used to it and um, it worked out perfectly because uh, the model Jenna was like hey we should bring this to Kleinfels I'm like all right fine <laughs> no wait, wait was Jenna was that like was she getting married was she just modeling a dress? oh no she got married so that was her wedding that was her she wedding knew, okay yeah, yeah that helps I'm yes. sure right? yes. okay. yeah um, but with the with the with the the close and the, and the far and the, and the and the detail and all mm-hmm. that was that something that you were you're conscious are you doing that like all the time doing that live just in case or was that a conscious yeah. effort because she had a Kleinfeld uh, a famous no dress on? no I wasn't thinking about that okay. at all okay. I just I just do it now because I'm so used to it okay yeah. got it so there there are things that you kind of you check the box make yes. sure we've got all oh, these yeah. things all the, uh, as far as I know right now the industry like they, they really have um, standards for those types of things and um, most people they'll uh, They'll submit like anywhere between like 100 to 200 photos just to see if they can get at least like one photo in a publication. Wow. Yeah. Does that really drive business or is it more just saying, you know, I was, I have a partner because you were, you, is it a partnership now or is it, or are you just published? Yeah, it's a partnership now. Um, just because I'm on maternity leave, I can't yeah. get there yet. Um, but they, they want me to come in and, you know, we'll work some things out. But, um, yeah, I mean, I don't know if it really gives me business for like this area mm-hmm. I would say um, but does it open the door for other areas yeah absolutely okay. and it, it, obviously it's something that you can always have under your sure. your belt like yeah. hey <laughs> I did this yeah, yeah. Um, and that just val- validates like your professionalism so um, one of the other things that it brought up uh, that I just was thinking of is um, I think like in any space there are there are like what you I don't I don't call them top tier photographers, but there's like you know in in the cooking space there's the Mario Batal whatever you call them <laughs> the celebrity name your thing right yeah um, and, and and I think maybe some of these are in the same boat maybe they're in in, in different categories but I'm sure you have your your heroes mm-hmm. right that you look up to have you gotten a chance to interact with any of the folks on on either of those buckets let's call them the celeb photographers or your heroes are they the same people and then. I guess kind of as a follow-up to that is um, what was that like? Did, did it, did the perception that you had of them hold up or was it different? <laughs> you don't have to name names. I'm just like, I'm really curious. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I guess I'll start with the first person, mm-hmm. but yeah, there's this, there was this photographer for, I'm sure everyone knows her, <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I think it was a little bit different when I met her. Like, I absolutely loved her work, and she has this way about her um, through social media, like how she can make herself appear. I don't know how to say the word. I don't want to. It's not negative. <laughs> um, I'll just say, like, when I met her, it just she seemed more like all business mm-hmm. instead of photography. Hmm. Which wasn't necessarily a bad thing. So I, I learned a lot of like business skills from mm-hmm. her. Um, but yeah, she wasn't exactly what I thought she would be in person. Um, I don't know. She seems more warm, I guess, on social oh, media. Oh, on social media, Yeah, sure, but then when sure. you meet her, you're like, okay, well, all right. <laughs> um, but then like my photo mentor, she's absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I... I'd kick back with her and like have a glass of wine. <laughs> um, and she's definitely uh, knowledgeable about photography. Um, who else? Yeah, there's a couple, a husband and wife photography team from Montreal that mm-hmm. I absolutely love. And I think their approach to photography is, is beautiful because just because they're, um, they're photojournalistic based um, and they come from like newspaper backgrounds. So. And you've met them? Mm-hmm. How'd that happen? Um, it's, it's all workshops. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's all workshops, um, and they're fantastic. I'm not quite sure what else to say. About well, that. no, and that, that's. I think you know the common thread is that um, if you know, I get a lot of questions about how can I go meet the person that I need to meet that mm-hmm. can help make a decision on something, or or this person did a you know I admire this person. How do you create context? And it seems like what you're saying is like invest in going to the places where people are pretty much well i mean the photographers that are like really well established or doing really really well in the industry most mm-hmm. likely they're doing workshops, workshops. or mentorships yeah. um just because they absolutely can um yeah so it's, i feel like it's it's pretty easy to get that kind of access to people um these days you just have to pay for it yeah pretty you much know. have you found folks where you've you've gone through that process and that relationship has, besides your mentor, it really hasn't been transactional. It's been, you know, something something more. It's grown oh, into something yeah, else. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. I've, I've made a lot of photography friends. Um, uh, one is, like, her name is Amy Rizzuto. She's such a, a beautiful person. Um, I met her at a uh, WPPI conference, and I just so happened mm-hmm. to, like, sit next to her, and she's like, hi. <laughs> like, so she's a sweet person, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm not used to... Like, I, I'm not that type. Of, I'm so shy. I wouldn't be like, hey. <laughs> you know? But she's like, hi, I'm Mimi. What's your name? And, um, but did you, know, did you know who she was? No, no. Oh, no, you didn't, didn't okay, know okay. her. And um, she, she just turned out to be, like, such a wonderful, successful photographer. And um, it's nice to have those co- types of connections. Sure, sure. And um, there's been another girl. Uh, her name is Alex Chalkley. She actually, I think she specializes in, like, boudoir now. Okay. And um, I don't know where she's out of because she travels, like, crazy. Um, but... Yeah, I, I also met her through... Wait, what's her name? Uh, Alex Chocolate. Oh, Alex Chocolate. okay. Yeah. Um, I met her through another photography friend, and it was fun because, like, we we totally skipped, like, half the conference and decided Hung to out. just kind of... Yeah, we, we, like, drove to the Grand Canyon and, like, went to oh, Mount Zion awesome. and stuff, so it was awesome. But, um, yeah, no, those people have definitely taught me things, too. Like, they've taught me a lot about photography. Do you still keep in touch with any of them? Yes. Yes, all of them. Um, and I guess kind of rounding things out, uh, you know, uh, your husband's a very accomplished artist as, mm-hmm. as well. How has that influenced? It's a different medium, but, mm-hmm. you know, his job is creating as well. Like, mm-hmm. how, what is that? Has that changed the way that you look at what you do? Yeah. And it's actually really fun <laughs> just because, like, you know, sometimes I'll come home from a, like, a wedding and I'll have like a couple of photos. That I'm like, I've, I'm not so sure about, but but, but mm-hmm. really proud of. I don't know. Um, so I'll bring it to him and be like, I want to know what you think. And like, mm-hmm. he just critiques it completely different from how I would view things. And I, and I love that. I love having a different perspective. Like he's not a photographer and that's great. Mm. That's great. Interesting. Yeah. Anything that I missed or anything that's sage life advice from a, a potential <laughs> mentor to someone out there? Oh, wow. Use your time wisely. Like I've, I've noticed from having kids, like it's so hard to, to get time to do anything and I, I really miss the days where I was just had all the, all the time in the world to do things. So if you're a young entrepreneur, like starting a small business, like, man, like get an idea, run with it mm-hmm. like real hard because, oh, you know, there, there's going to be a point in time maybe where you can't do that. So um, 
If you love something, love it. Work at it. That is sage advice. That's yeah. good advice. Yeah. All right, we'll end it there. Thanks a lot. That was, yeah. that was great. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> oh, no, this was fine. This was Good advice. I, I appreciate Janelle's time. Uh, th- thanks, Janelle. If you, if you hear this, thank you very much for uh, uh, for hanging out and having a conversation with me. Uh, again, uh, you can see more of her work at her website, JanelleShootsPhotos.com, or uh, on Instagram at JTRPhoto. So that's going to do it uh, for Rust Belt Startup. We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. Uh, we'll be back with some more conversations. And um, if, if you're feeling so compelled, leave a, leave a review or, uh, or a rating on your your, uh, IT, or your, your podcast player of choice. I really appreciate it. Or you can send an email with, um, with comments, criticisms, or complaints to hello at rustbeltstartup.com. And uh, as always, we'll, uh, we'll see you guys in two weeks.